Hello and welcome back to another session recap for the Asmerdian Desolation, DM'd by Brant, played by all of us yahoos. So it was a very interesting session. Very interesting, to say the least. We started out by I, being told what some of the magical items were that we identified that we found last um, last week, last time we played. Few of those things were just kind of divvied out. The one thing that Radavan got was a bracelet of protection, which acts just like a ring of protection. Uh, in fact, as I'm glancing down at my character sheet, I'm seeing that I wrote ring. Need to change that. It's actually a bracelet, apparently quite effeminate. But hey, I'll take the plus one to armor class. Yes, sirree. We then gathered up the loot from the Dragon Horde, which of course was money as well as some magical items that we then spent some time and identified. Don't really remember what all there was in there. Uh, let me quickly pull up the loot sheet. But after we did that, uh, we Mr. Boogie was healed by Greyfair. And then we, we knew that there was one more world to explore. And, or not, did I say world? I meant I'm I'm looking at my got lots of uh web pages that I'm skipping through real quick. One more room that we did not explore. So that's where we went and it in we opened it up there was a weird looking lizard kind of humanoid sitting on a rock in the middle of a murky pond. And we went kind of moved into the room, got close to the water. Radavan tried to talk to the the creature, but they didn't get very far before two more of the creatures jumped out of the water and attacked us. So combat broke out. We uh, a third one came out of the water. We fought them. One of them performed a critical on Radavan and brought him down quite a bit, but it was okay. Then. Then, then we finished him up. That was pretty much the worst thing that happened in that combat was Radav the critical on Radavan. But we took them out. At one point, the lizard that was on the rock attacked one of the other lizards for us. And then after the fight, he grabbed one of the dead bodies and pulled it underneath the water. So we we're guessing they're like cannibals or something. And yeah, he didn't want to talk though. So then we left the tomb, finally. The goblins who we had talked to before were gone. We didn't know anything about that. Uh, we couldn't tell exactly where they went or necessarily how many there were. Then we left, and that night was apparently a full moon, and Kiki never woke anybody from at the end of her turn of watch, and she came back bloodied, and uh, but we could tell it wasn't her blood that she was covered in. We did a little bit of investigation and deduction, and figured out that she was a lycanthrope some kind, uh, somehow. We're not entirely sure how. We're not, we, you know, she was healed. She's not supposed to be. It was all very confusing. I'm kind of, kind of at a loss myself. I'm still not entirely sure. I think some of the, some of the other players kind of figured out uh, what was going on, but I, I missed it. I'm just not very quick when there's so much information at once. My brain only picks up so much. Uh, I don't know just kind of how I am I guess anyway so we did deduce though that Greyfair we did some kind of insight 
and investigations, and we, we figured that Greyfair was true, that he did cast Greater Restoration on Mr. Boogie and Kiki, and Mr. Boogie seemed fine. He didn't turn into a lycanthrope on the full moon, just Kiki. So, yeah, I, I think somebody mentioned that it might be one of the magical items she has, but we're, we're not sure. Then we went to, we finally made it to the port city where we've been trying to get to this whole time. Uh, Stormbreak was the name of it. And Brent told me that Radovan had been there before. So we got a little bit of history on Stormbreak, I believe was the name of it. It's a corrupt city run by merchant families. Uh, they all have different signs. We were told of three different signs. There was one with a white feather with a circle around it, a stack of coins with a dagger in it, and then a leaping dolphin. Uh, lots of people were looking at Joulet suspiciously as we approached the city. Uh, we had a discussion before going in trying to figure out why we were here, what we were doing. You know, we didn't feel any sources of power. Uh, our whole mission was to find these sources of power and cleanse them or something. And so I brought up the point that, you know, if we're going into a corrupt, dangerous city, you know, with no reason, why are we going in? But we did decide that we'd go in just to sell and barter and restock. And so we went in and we did that. And so the people were, were kind of looking at Julie suspiciously. Um, had was um or excuse me mika's character i apologize uh was like the sign of a pirate group and that pirates were like a big no-no in this city which was kind of silly because it's a super corrupt city and very crime ridden anyway but we made it through the gates uh and went to an alchemist i bought some alchemist fire for way too much but I didn't quite realize. Brant said that the things were going to be a little bit more expensive here, and I didn't want to do the math and stop everything, so I just said yes when he told me the price, and then I did the math later, and it's like, oh boy, I got scammed. Um, so, point one to Brant. Then we went to a mage's district and sold some of our magical items. Uh, Mr. Boogie got a ton of money for... Um, oh, whatever. What was it? Uh... Books. That's right. Magical books that he had that he sold. Uh, it was determined that my criminal contact from my background was most likely here, but we ended up not going to t visit with him. Uh, then we left the town and started making our way towards the village. And there was uh, a full moon approaching again. Um, and so we tied... Well, we were going to tie Kiki up, and then Kiki didn't want to be. So... It was just kind of just left for some reason. Um, so Radovan and Mr. Boogie kind of took turns staying up watching Kiki. And we we knew that we were close enough to a village that if she did turn into a lycanthrope, she was going to head there. And so Radovan, you know, he's, he's chaotic neutral. But the way I interpret neutral is that he isn't like... The world isn't black and white to him. It's not necessarily that, they're, they're, that good and evil doesn't exist. Like... 
he's not he he's the kind of person who isn't going to just let a monster loose on a village. So when the monster so when Kiki did turn into a lycanthrope and went running off, he went after her. And to his surprise, nobody went with him to stop her. And so he fought her and he couldn't do any damage to her cuz she was immune apparently to non-magical damage. And so she brought him down to zero hit points. Thankfully, he had the pair up of wound closure and um, didn't out and out die, but probably would have. And that was the session. So, and that's kind of where we ended because we had to go. Um, Mike had something, I think, going on. And that was, that was the end of it. And it was kind of crazy. Okay, so this is my third attempt at recording this next segment. So, I have been going back and forth for a few months about taking a little break from D&D. As you all know, uh, my wife is due any day with our second child. And that, in light of the new business that we're trying to start... Um, I have been seriously going back and forth, just kind of had this gut feeling that, you know, I need to step away and focus on my family for the next little bit, uh, especially with the new baby coming, um, until you know, I've got a better grasp on what all our demands are going to be. I, I had a child. I do not remember how much time it, you know, they, they took. I knew it was a lot. I was also doing college classes at the time. And um, it was all, it's all just kind of a blur in my memory. And so I've just been kind of stressed about everything over the last couple of months with the baby coming, which I mean, I'm sure is totally normal. But to kind of help with that stress, I would like to go into it with just as little on my plate as possible. And so I decided that, you know, with Radovan unconscious in the woods somewhere, separated from the group, that... Now, that seemed like a sign to me that is a good time to just sort of step away. Um, and and that's, that's all it is. It's just a, a step away for now, I hope. And I will be jumping back in uh, whenever I feel like that's something that uh, I and my family can manage. So, until then, thank you, Brant, so much for such a fun campaign. I love all of you guys and am looking forward to jumping back in with you all sometime in the future, Um, hopefully sooner than later. But again, we'll see. It it could be just a couple of weeks and I could be like, hey, actually, this is not too bad. I can totally step away for four hours or so every Friday night. No biggie. And that would be great. Um, It might be a few months. We'll see. So with that said... Uh, I bid you all a cheery farewell for now. As far as the podcast goes, uh, I plan to continue Ghost of Salt Marsh because it's only every other week. But And I also know that Anton has a Tuesday night commitment coming up here soon, I imagine. So for the next you know little bit, I'll continue that one. Um, but as I, I'm sure that one will be wrapping up here soon as well. Maybe a couple more sessions and then uh, we'll probably need to be done with that one for a little bit as well. So as far as the whole podcast goes and uh, me recording stuff, I really enjoy doing it. I might come up with something that's, you know, more just for myself uh, to record just as a way to kind of keep practicing this. But then again, <laughs> I don't know. We, we'll have to see the time. Uh, 
Um, like I said, I'm probably, I'm really stressed about it and I'm a little, probably overstressing about it, but this is just kind of how I cope with stress is I start wiping as many things off of my plate as possible. It's just part of my management process. So hopefully we'll get through that quickly. Um, so as far as this podcast goes, I might come up with something. I don't know what, uh, it will just be for me. Uh, I really, I mean, the whole podcast really is kind of just for me. Uh, as a way to record the adventures, sort of my form of campaign diaries so that in years to come I have something to look back on and to re-listen to so that I can revisit all the fun times we've had. And so I might, I, if there's something, you know, other games that I'm playing, not necessarily other campaigns, but um, like other games or other video games or I don't know, maybe it will be a place that I record my thoughts and impressions after I read a book. Because all of those journeys, whatever they are, whether they're video game, D&D, book, movie, all those things, um, to me, they're, they're as much part of my life through my journey through life as, you know, the tangible things I do in the material plane here. Um, but I record those events elsewhere. Uh, the imaginary adventures that I go on uh, are important to me as well. And so I may may make this the home to all those recordings. I don't know. If you guys have any thoughts or suggestions, or like, hey, this would be a cool podcast, or hey, this is something I would actually listen to, uh, let me know. But again, that's that's not really my whole intent and purpose is to make something that's entertaining for other people. It really is just a place for me to keep a, keep a record. So, with all that said, thank you guys again so much. Thank you, Brant, for a wonderful campaign. Thank you all for playing, and thank you for playing in my past campaigns. And I look forward to jumping back in when, when, I, when, when I can handle it. <laughs> like I said, I mean, probably, probably I, it really won't make that big of a difference. Um, well, it's going to make a huge difference. Having a child changes everything. But it probably will just be a little bit in and... Yeah, we can totally manage this. But, I mean, with work coming on, yeah. Just feeling stressed. And as I said, this is kind of how I process that stress is to just kind of clear off as much from my plate as possible. So that's what I'm going to do. And I know you guys are wonderful friends and you're all very supportive. I, I, I already know that. So I thank you. Thank you very much. Really, truly. I, I greatly appreciate your continual support to me and my family. If anybody else happens to come across this podcast and is listening to it, thank you for coming along. And obviously it's public, so I, I don't, not against other people listening to it. Um, but <laughs> how did you get here? <laughs> anyway, thank you also for listening and bye for now.